Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture Allahu alayhi wa sallam aqal Man ghada ila al-masjidi awrah أعد الله له في الجنة نزلا كلما غدا أو راح متفق عليه نيريتد أبو هريرة ني الله بيبليز وزهم الله المسنجر صلى الله عليه وسلم said he who proceeds towards the mosque in the morning or in the evening, Allah will prepare for him an entertainment in paradise as often as he goes to the mosque in the morning or in the evening. Bukhari and Muslim. Qala al-Mu'allifu rahimahullah fi kitabihi Riyadu al-Salihin باب فضل المشي إلى المساجد المشي للمساجد يعني الصلاة فيها The author Imam Al-Nawawi May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shower his soul with his mercy in his book Garden of the Righteousness concerning the excellency of walking to the mosque walking to the mosque means to go to the mosque for purpose of praying in the mosque. Because walking to the mosque, it can be for a different reason. You may go there to listen to a class for recitation of the Quran, fixing something there, or other reason. But this hadith talks about a person who go to the mosque for purpose of prayer. And this is what this hadith related to. Related to. Ghada, that means he will go in the morning to the mosque. Rah means he will go in the afternoon to the mosque. Every time he go, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will record blessings for him will be a place for entertainment in Jannah and every time he go in the morning or in the afternoon Alhamdulillah we go to the mosque every day five times a day and a person who do so he will be receiving such great reward. He will have a place of entertainment in Jannah. This is the reward of going to the mosque. Also, out of the reward of going to the mosque, when a person provides himself in his house, and after this goes to the mosque, not for purpose of any other thing other than the mosque and the prayer in the mosque. 
as it came in the next hadith, that every step he's taking, it will be a cause of raising him a rank in Jannah. And the second step will be a means of removing one of his sins. It came in hadith 1054. وعنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال من تطهر في بيته ثم مضى إلى بيت من بيوت الله ليقضي فريضة من فرائض الله كانت خطواته إحداها تحط خطيئة والأخرى ترفع درجة نهريتت أبو هريرة من الله بيبليدلهم Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, He who provides, i.e. performs ablution, provides himself in his house, and then walks one of, walks to one of the houses of Allah, i.e. the mosque, for performing an obligatory act, i.e. to offer the salah, the prayer. One step of his will wipe out his sins, and another step will exalt him in status in paradise. This is reported by Muslim. In another narration, it says that any step that he will take, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will exalt him with this step, a place in Jannah, and with the same step, Allah will remove one of his sins. So for each step, he will take it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it a means of elevating him and removing one of his mistakes, one of his sins. With the condition that he perform a proper ablution, and that he will do it in his house. And after this, he will go to the mosque, not for any purpose ex except the prayer. For him, with every step that he will take, Allah will exalt him in Jannah one degree, and remove one of his sins. And this is a great favor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also, from the blessings of going to the mosque, especially if a person go to the mosque walking, and coming back walking, because this is more rewarded. The evidence to this is the story of Al-Ansari, the one that his house used to be a distance. So some of the Sahaba recommended for him buying a donkey and say why you don't buy a donkey that you can ride it especially when it's dark at night and hot at afternoon. He said no because I so the Prophet said indeed it been recorded for him. That means he's walking. He's a mask. Returning back from the mask is recorded 
for him as he had anticipated. So from this story, we understand that going to the mosque, walking, much better and more rewarded than riding. That because the person anticipates such a great reward. If a person has excuse, it's no problem for him to use the car. And the steps will be counted according to the turning of the wheel of his car. Because for every time the tire go one circle, this will be counted as one step. From the moment that your tire turn and go back to the same point that starts, this exactly like when you lift your foot from the ground and put it down. And also from the favor of Allah, that He record for you your steps, going and coming. In your way going, in your way coming back, you get in the reward. Also there is hadith by Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, which shows us about the greatness of the reward that been received as a result of walking to the mosque. Which he said, that the area around the mosque became, have had vacancy. So the people of Salama, they thought about moving closer to the mosque. The Prophet ﷺ get to hear about it. He asked them, why? Why are you going to move closer to the mosque? They said, we meant to get closer to the mosque. This is the reason that we come in there. So the Prophet ﷺ told them, O people of Salama, your houses, is recorded the virtues of your deed. That means the distance from where is your houses, your reward is recorded. That means the Prophet ﷺ telling them, remain in your area. Because the reward is recorded, from the distance between your house until you reach to the mosque. And this let us understand something. That means the farther the mosque, the, the house from the mosque, the more reward a person getting. But we did not do this intentionally. That you don't go live so far for purpose of having more reward. But if this having the person to be living, or his tribe, or his people, or his family, or his job, or wherever he is, and this where he live, or this is the most convenience for him economically or in other means, so is no harm, but not the person to look for a house to be a distant from the mosque. So he can get more reward. So all this it shows us the reward of walking to the mosque. And that grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the blessing of Allah is a lot. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward for a little deed a great reward. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most gracious. The hadith we just mentioned had been mentioned also in Riyadh al-Salihin. Hadith number 1055. وعن أبي ابن كعب رضي الله عنه قال كان رجل من الأنصار لا أعلم أحدا أبعد من المسجد منه وكانت لا تخطئه صلاة فقيل له لو اشتريت حمارا تركبه في الظلماء في الظلماء وفي الرمضاء قال ما يسرني أن منزلي إلى جنب المسجد إني أريد أن يكتب لي ممشاي إلى المسجد ورجوعي إذا رجعت منه رجعت منه إذا رجعت إلى أهلي فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قد جمع الله لك ذلك كله May Allah be pleased with him. There was a man of Ansar whose house was the farthest from the mosque. As far as I know, he never missed a salah in the congregation. It was said to him, If you buy a donkey, you may ride upon it in the dark night and in the Caution heat. He said, I don't like that my house should be situated close to the mosque. I desire that my walking toward the mosque and returning home should be recorded to my credit. Upon this, Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, Allah has gathered all reward for you. The next hadith, which hadith 1056, عن جابر رضي الله عنه قال خلت البقاع حول المسجد فأراد بنو سلمة أن ينتقلوا قرب المسجد فبلغ ذلك النبي فقال لهم بلغني أنكم تريدون أن تنتقلوا قرب المسجد قالوا نعم يا رسول الله قد أردنا ذلك فقال بني سلمة دياركم تكتبوا تكتب آثاركم دياركم تكتب آثاركم فقال ما يصرنا أن كنا تحولنا رواه مسلم Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him. There were some plots of land laying vacant around the mosque. The people belonged to the Banu Salama decided to move to his land, to this land, and come near to the mosque. Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the wind of this news and said to them, I have received the information that you intend to move near to the mosque. They said, Yes, O Messenger of Allah, we have arrived at this decision. 
Thereupon Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, O Bani Salama, go on living in your houses because your footprints when you come, while you come to the mosque will be recorded. He said this twice. They said we would not have liked it had we moved near to the mosque ported by Muslims. Hadith number 1057 reported by Abu Musa may Allah be pleased with him قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن أعظم الناس أجرى في الصلاة أبعدهم إليها ممشى فأبعدهم والذي ينتظر الصلاة حتى يصليها مع الإمام أعظم أجرا من الذي يصلي ثم ينام ميرتد أبو موسى من الله بإبليس الزيم الله المسنجر صلى الله عليه وسلم said the person who will receive the highest reward for the prayer is the one who comes to offer it in the mosque from the farthest distance and he waits for the salah to perform it with the imam in congregation will have a great reward than the one who observes it alone and then goes to sleep. This hadith, we see the greatness of coming walking to the mosque, especially if you're coming from a long distance. The angel continuing making salah, dua, on the person who's sitting in the musalla. As long he sitting in the musalla waiting in the prayer. So if your house is distant from the mosque, and this destination doesn't prevent you from coming to perform the prayer with the jama'ah, you have the highest and the greatest reward. That because a person who close to the mosque, he has no excuse. It's easy for him to reach the mosque. But for the person who live a distance, he may have the excuse because a distance. And he goes through a lot to come to the mosque and to be there to pray with the jama'ah. After this, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned about a person who wait on the prayer until he perform it with the Imam. He more rewarded than a person who perform it and go back home to sleep. And he's talking here about Salat al-Isha, the night prayer, the last prayer. Because it is the Sunnah to delete the last prayer to the last third of the night. One night the Prophet ﷺ delayed the Isha prayer until most of the night gone. And after this he led the prayer. And he said, indeed this is the time for it 
as long as is no hardship on my follower. So this person who went ahead and performed the prayer in his own and went home to sleep, that because he has a difficulty to wait for the jama'ah, because he delayed the prayer, we say to him, if you waited for the jama'ah, and you perform with the jama'ah, this much better for you. But if the imam leads the salah, in the beginning of the time, as soon as Isha comes, so we shouldn't stay behind. We shouldn't stay behind. Neither we're supposed to pray and go to sleep. That because praying in Jama'ah and congregation is a must. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had told us, I was about to order the prayer to be established. Let somebody else lead the prayer instead of me. And after this, go and burn the houses of those people who doesn't come for the jama'ah congregation prayer. Hadith number 1058 عن بريدة رضي الله عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال بشروا بشروا المشائين في الظلم إلى المساجد بالنور التام يوم القيامة ناريتد بريدة يا الله بيبليز وزهم if the Prophet ﷺ say, convey glad tidings to those who walk to the mosque in the darkness, for, the, for they will be given full light on the day of resurrection. Although this hadith has some weakness in it, And the next one coming after this also. The one is said, if you see a man keep going to the mosque, it's also weak. But nevertheless, we understand about the reward of Going through this difficulty and this hardship, especially at night, especially in the places which no light, no electricity, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward these people with a great reward. The last hadith, insha'Allah, in our chapter, hadith Abu Hurairah, that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, ألا أدلكم على ما يمحو الله به الخطايا ويرفع به الدرجات قالوا بلى يا رسول الله قال إسباغ الوضوء على المكاره وكثرة الخطى إلى المساجد وانتظار الصلاة
بعد الصلاة فذلكم الرباط فذلكم الرباط رواه مسلم ريتد أبو هريرة من الله ببليجوزهم the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said shall I not tell you something by which Allah blots out the sins and elevates the ranks in paradise the companion said yes please tell us O messenger of Allah he said performance of the ablution thoroughly in spite of difficult conditions walking with more pieces to the mosque and waiting for the next prayer after observing the prayer so we can see that this is one of the means to lift us in ranks in Jannah that we walk a lot back and forth to the mosque for purpose of the prayer and also in addition to this waiting for the prayer after it been performed remain in the mosque if you can until the next prayer comes so this um some of the hadith which came in the all and enable us all and to give us the concern that we be concerned about performing our prayer in jama'ah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward us for insha'Allah going and coming and with this insha'Allah we close our chapter for today we'll continue next time insha'Allah jazakum la khairan for listening insha'Allah if anybody have any question related to our chapter for today you may present it if not, inshallah, this is the end of the class for today. Zakum la khayyam. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyal 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone 445-4900, also 491-6065. Fax 497-0126 If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh